the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is brought to you by Christy Mandelow, board-certified divorce coach. So many people are affected by divorce at some point in their lives. It can be a lonely and challenging time of life, but it doesn't have to be. Whether you or a loved one is considering divorce, going through it, or coming out of it, the Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Mendelow is here to be your go-to educational, informational, and inspirational resource for those touched by divorce. Christy has been there, and now she's here to walk the path with you as a Christian board-certified divorce coach and as your thinking partner. She and her guests will bring you important insight and information, helping you make better decisions through and beyond the process, inspiring you to be your best self for you and your family, all giving you hope and reassurance that you'll be okay. The Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Mendelow starts now. And here's your host, Christy Mendelow. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to the Divorce Coaching Hour. I'm so glad that you are here with us today or whenever you are listening. The American dream. It's been said that homeownership is an integral part of that dream. According to the U.S. Census Bureau in 2022, the national rate of home ownership in the U.S. is 64.8%. So that's over half of the population of the U.S. What is likely not a part of that dream is divorce. And at any given time, the national divorce rate is 40 to 50 percent. While I can't say that everyone who divorces owns a home, I think those numbers hint at the fact that many people who divorce do own a home. And with that said, it's critical to consider real estate as an integral part of divorce. As I continue to research for the show, I also searched how many steps are in a real estate transaction. I found an article that shared a list of over 200 possible steps, procedures, and review stages in a successful transaction. (laughs) That's a lot of steps and a lot of room for mistakes. And guess what? That doesn't include the mistakes that can be made because of divorce. The bottom line is this, folks. We don't want you to make mistakes in divorce. And we feel that if we can help you become aware of potential mistakes and provide you knowledge about them, you will potentially avoid them. And with awareness and knowledge, it is our hope that you will make better decisions through the process of divorce, wherever you are in the process. Today, we wrap up a short series entitled The Five Biggest Mistakes in Divorce. In the first show, we talked about the general mistakes that people make as they traverse divorce. In the second, we talked about the five biggest financial mistakes. If you miss them, you can listen to them and any of the now more than 150 episodes of the Divorce Coaching Hour at your convenience after it airs. You can find those shows at thedivorcecoachinghour.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Today, we will talk real estate, and Amber and Scotty Gifford, specialists in divorce real estate, are here with us to talk with us about just that, divorce real estate. 
Specifically, they are here to talk with us about the five biggest mistakes in divorce real estate. Amber and Scotty are passionate about helping people through divorce, specifically with regards to their real estate assets. They work hand-in-hand with clients through the difficulty of property division and rebuilding during and after divorce. They focus on removing the fear by helping clients learn the facts. Both Amber and Scotty hold a real estate collaborative specialist in divorce designation. That's a mouthful. RCSD is what we'll call it. And they are partners in work and in life and are raising a blended family of their own. Before we kick off our discussion with the Giffords, I want to remind you that this show is for those considering divorce in the midst of it, coming out of it, and also for friends and family of those divorcing. So really, it's for anyone, as it can be an overwhelming life event for everyone involved. And I must also remind you that we're not here to coach you to get a divorce or give you legal advice. What we are here to do is walk the path with you, no matter where it may lead. My guests and I are here to help you make better decisions in this time and beyond, to provide you information and resources, to give you ideas about how to be your best self in a time that can bring out your worst and give you hope. Speaking of, please join me in our Divorce Coaching Hour prayer. Father, thank you for bringing us here today to talk about one of the difficulties we face in life, divorce. We know that you know that divorce breaks our hearts as it does yours. We're here to walk the path with those traversing divorce with you as our guide. Help us speak to those hurting hearts and confused minds tossed about by divorce. Please help us to provide them helpful information, insight, and ideas that can help make the very best decisions possible for their families and for themselves today and into the future. Please help us to bring comfort, support, and hope to all those who are listening And please, Father, let the words we say be yours, not ours. It's in your son's name we pray. Amen. Amen. I also must say before we bring on Amber and Scotty that I ask our father for help uh, and support and comfort for those in the wake of the tragedy in Uvalde. Uh, I ask, Father, please keep them all um, in your arms of protection. And I ask you all listeners to keep them in prayer. And now, on that somber note, let's turn it to something that may be uh, more difficult (laughs) as well, but hopefully with what we're going to share, we can uh, share some good information that can help people create a better future. And so, Amber and Scotty, welcome. Thanks for having us again. Welcome back. I'm glad that you are here. And I know that we're in for a great show with great information because you guys do work so passionately in your business and in your life together. So thanks again for being here. So we're talking the five biggest mistakes in divorce real estate. Mm -hmm. And as you heard, we've been talking about the financial aspect. We talked about the general aspect. But we talk about real estate because it's a big component of the divorce process. So why do you guys think that we would want to talk about the mistakes? Oftentimes, as people, we don't want to talk about mistakes, right? <laughs> of course. <laughs> but why do you think it's a good idea to be aware of the mistakes that can be made in divorce real estate? Amber, you want to kick us off? 
Well, mostly because I feel like knowledge is power. And if you are, you can learn from mistakes. That's what we're supposed to do, right? Like you make a mistake. Okay, how could I reflect on this, change it? What do I need to know? So we want to offer some of those big mistakes to you so you can learn in advance so you don't make them. Yeah, learn from other people's mistakes. For sure, like, not don't, your own. Don't, <laughs> don't do it over. Right, like, right. We hear a, it every day, so. Yeah, I had a boss one time that said, he was like, you, you make a mistake once, that's okay. You make it again, not okay. Not okay, <laughs> right. Well, if you can learn from yourself, your own, and take a step back and reflect, or you hear other people, which is why you do this show, to coach people and uh, like give information because knowledge is power at the end of the day. And if you've never gone through a divorce before, like I hadn't, you have to learn as you go along and you don't know. Yeah. It's not something you want to do every day. No. <laughs> <laughs> or ever, really. Ever, really. Like, you right. really but don't. But if you have to, you want to be powered with knowledge. And as we talked about, 40 to 50% of the population does go through a divorce. And mm-hmm. I've said this before. If you don't go through a divorce, you know someone who is or has. And so Absolutely. if you're hearing this uh, this information, then pass it along. Scotty, thoughts? Yeah, I agree that uh, we're talking about being smart, you know, if you learn from your own mistakes. But true wisdom is when you can learn from someone else's mistakes, right? So uh, I, I believe that the house is the biggest asset in most cases. Uh, we know from statistics that, you know, um, the home, average homeowner is 40% wealthier than a renter, say. So we know a lot of wealth is tied up in that home because of just the value of real estate and the power of, you know, the compounding effect of appreciation that happens when you own it. So talking about those mistakes with the house, which is usually your largest asset, is very important. And it's a part, it's kind of the central hub of the family. Yeah. And then you multiply that if you have more than one. Oh, for and, sure. Oh, boy. Oh, right? Boy is right. Yeah, we have lots of rentals say, yeah, absolutely. It is the hub. That's where you go home every night. So let's get into it. What are the five biggest mistakes in divorce real estate? So I believe that the five ones would start with uh, not getting pre-approved to buy out your spouse if you're thinking about keeping that home. Mm-hmm. Um, keeping the home and then becoming house poor is number two. Uh, number three would be waiting to sell. Uh, number four would be buying another home before the divorce is finalized. Mm. We can get into that later. And number five would be leaving the home before you know the plan. Yeah. Wow. I And I can just imagine that is really like Kaylin Campbell and I talked about that 30,000-foot level viewpoint of finances mm-hmm. uh, from this list of uh, biggest mistakes in real estate. This is a top level, but there's a lot that can be included in each one of these, right? For sure. There's like 20 tentacles with each one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Are we referring to these as an octopus? <laughs> there's a lot. Maybe it's not as an octopus. It has uh, uh, 20 arms. So yeah, a lot. So let's get into that. So number one, not uh, getting pre-approved to buy out your spouse. Tell us about that. Sure. So a lot of people, when we have the conversation, they come to us before they've even talked to an attorney or they've even had you know in, any conversations in depth with anyone else. And they talk about, oh, well, I'm just going to keep the home. And we go, okay, well, that's great if you want to do that. And we, we can obviously help you facilitate that. Our, our, our stance is always, when you come to us, we want to help you make informed decisions about what you're going to do with that home, your largest asset usually. So um, when, you, when you do want to keep the home though, you have to be lender approved, right? And so the lender is going to have to approve on two cases, right? Both on your income 
And now that usually if you're keeping the house, you're going to be buying out your spouse because in Texas, we live in a community property state and that house is likely half the other spouses. So knowing that those two components, pre-approval and extra equity in the home that you're going to have to buy out your spouse is going to, it's going to require a lot of groundwork we needed to do to make sure that you can do that. Okay. So there sounds like there's a lot in there and, um, is there a way you can kind of walk us through what that means to someone? So that that process of buying, um, getting sure. pre-approved. Yeah. So what we always do is we, me and Amber have like a, what we say is we have an, an equitable interest audit, right? And so what we're going to see is how much, first is how much is the value of the home. Mm-hmm. So we actually will provide them, you know, on a, a CMA just to get a, a value of the home. And then we, we ask them to pull some documents together about, you know, how much they know the mortgage payment, right? And then what between those two factors, we can kind of figure out at least a starting basis of how much that new payment is going to be, right? And we can get into the, you know, there's going to be a bunch of, you know, income approval that we're going to have to do and a lot of other factors as far as getting that pre-approval. But those are kind of the starting basis of getting that knowing if you can buy it for the home to buy them out. So like many things, meeting with a, a professional who is specialized in this, getting kind of that big picture within the big picture right. of the assessment and then drilling down based on their individual situation. And folks, we're talking to Amber and Scotty Gifford, and we're just beginning to scratch the surface here on the five biggest real estate mistakes in divorce And why we're talking about it, we're talking about it because we want you to be informed as Amber shared, knowledge is power. And when you have that information, we believe you can make better informed decisions and therefore don't do what others did. (laughs) Do something different. Don't make those mistakes. So stay tuned. We're going to continue on with the list. You don't want to miss it. If you've gone through or are going through divorce, you know it can leave you in a dark financial hole, feeling very confused and afraid. But there's hope. Her Sherman is a financial coach and works with those navigating the financial decisions of divorce. Whether it's eliminating debt or creating your financial wellness, you want Hirsch on your team. Hirsch's easy process helps you see the reality of your financial situation and make better decisions. Stop the suffering and get out of that financial black hole. Contact Hirsch today. Go to lifecycle.financial. That's lifecycle.financial. You'll be so grateful you did. When you're selling your home, you want to wow people when they see it. Or if you're not selling and want to enhance your enjoyment of the home, consider Simple Elegance. The team at Simple Elegance, led by Mary Scally, are masters at staging homes for sale or helping you design your interior for maximum impact. Do what new home builders do. Call the staging masters, Simple Elegance, at 877-458-8254 and simpleelegancetx.com. Achieving the best outcome in divorce can be extremely tough when alcohol abuse is part of the process, especially around co-parenting. But there's help with remote alcohol monitoring. Soberlink is the most convenient, reliable, and reasonable way for a parent to prove their sobriety. Soberlink uses real-time alerts, facial recognition, and tamper detection to ensure accurate and reliable results. With Soberlink, you can be confident that your kids are with a sober parent. Visit Soberlink.com 
backslash DCH. There's a lot at stake in a divorce and you want trusted and specialized counsel. Houston attorney Craig Haston is board certified by the Texas Board of Legal Specialization and has more than 25 years of legal experience. And experience is everything. Craig will help you make the best choices for your family and your future. When divorce seems to be your next step, contact one of the most recognized attorneys in Texas, Craig Haston. To schedule a consultation, call 281-890-1300 or go to HastonLaw.com. You've heard him on the show and gained valuable insight from him. And now get ready for more. I'm so excited that licensed professional counselor Tom Stevens is partnering with us to spread the word that life can get better. Tom and his wife, Jill, have been providing quality mental health for over 25 years. And friends, that's their passion. Search Tom Stevens Counseling on YouTube and Facebook for lots of great video content that will help you and your family. And to schedule an appointment with Tom, visit his website at tomstevens.us. That's tomstevens.us. Friends, welcome back to the Divorce Coaching Hour. We are talking about mistakes made in divorce, specifically related to real estate today. It's one of the biggest assets involved in a divorce. And we're talking to Amber and Scotty Gifford, and they are real estate specialists in divorce. They work passionately with people to help them not make these mistakes. And we were talking about number one, and it's such an important one. Uh, Number one is such an important one (laughs) to cover a little bit more thoroughly. And uh, so what was it that you all wanted to add to number one, which again, let me just recap, not getting pre-approved to buy out your spouse. So going back to the value of the property, right? So we always, when we, you know, we meet with the clients, uh, we talk about that value, but there's, we talk about the condition of the property a lot because there's, home is, it's not just one thing, right? So it's a bunch of pieces put together and it's a marvel of engineering in today's world, but those things can break, right? And sometimes we talk about uh, the big five of the house, right? We talk about the plumbing, the electrical, the AC, HVAC unit, you know, the roof, in the foundation. So all those things are going to come into play on the value of the property. And so that's something that we all kind of advise on and um, get people in there when we're talking to them to say, Hey, we need somebody looking at the foundation. We need something, somebody to come out and look at that. Hey, this roof looks, uh, you know, might need some work or, you know, have you had your AC checked? And so those things we talk about, because those are things that are going to come into the value, into that equation of how much equity is in that home. And Which so changes the bottom line of the equity if there's some drastic repair, like a roof, or they have a foundation issue. So it's very important when you are getting a pre-approval to buy out your spouse, you actually know what you're buying. Because if it's been 10 years since you had a new roof or your AC checked, you might have a problem. So then if you're going to get 50-50 split or however you're splitting, someone's got to pay for that repair in advance. Right. So kind of like what's the quality of what you're buying? Mm-hmm. And so it's way more than just what a number that would be on a CMA. Some some real estate professionals may just pull numbers and Absolutely. And, and hand you, oh, this is what the CMA spit out. Mm-hmm. But you're looking at the ins and outs, the, yes. the the upkeep of the house and the true value is what I'm hearing. Right. I house. said instead of just going and getting an assessed value or looking on Zillow or something, we're actually asking the questions that are long-term. Yeah. Yeah. Those things that'll lead to impact to your dollars and cents in the long term, right? And lead to. That's Mm -hmm. very important because one of the things I'm sure you guys would agree is we're very much trying to help people understand the decision is not just about today. It's five years, 10 years, 20 years down the road. 
And so uh, I think that might lead us into the second one. And what is that? Help us. So with. keeping the home um, because you think that's I have to have this home, and then you end up being house poor. So a lot of people don't realize, oh, I'm going to get child support. My child support will cover the mortgage. Well, when that pre-approval for your purchasing the buyout, you are in the end paying more money because you are buying out your spouse. Your mortgage payment does not stay the same. Everyone seems to think it stays the same. It does not. So your mortgage payment goes up because you're buying out your spouse. And then now you're responsible solely by yourself for this home to be cared for. The space, the yard, we consider like usually 1% of the value in maintenance. And I don't mean like lawn mowing. I'm talking about a mower's mowing the yard and a big giant rock goes through a $1,000 window. Oh, she got to fix a window. Oh, you're Evaporator yeah, we don't think about those things. Right. There's all kinds of every time. I mean, I was a single mom. I owned a home. I need a new AC. It was $8,000. Yeah. In our house right now alone, and thankfully there's no divorce, mm-hmm. but there's uh, the, the garage door just oh, there's went, the, something. the whatever, the sensors, this up there, the thing the that makes it go up and down. <laughs> I'm motor. sounding not educated by <laughs> the, the motor. Yes. Uh, I'm much more educated about house things than, than that sounded like. Uh, it blew out. I mean, it just we we were trying to actually set it the, set it on our cars, and all of a sudden it started smoking. And luckily, we have a home warranty, and that can right. help. They're replacing that, but oh, by the way, the whole garage door is broken. That's two thousand. When a lot of times home warranty, you only have it for the year because then you have to buy it again the next right. year. So you need to be saving for your taxes, your homeowner's insurance, your HOA fees, along with one percent. Most people do not think about the maintenance that comes with that, along with. Hey, do I need all of this house? My electric, my gas, my water, everything is high. And it's the same people minus one, but you're paying for it with just one. So help us understand, and let's say a $300,000 house, that's a part of the uh, marriage estate. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're talking about going and buying them out, are they needing to qualify then for like a $450,000 loan to cover those expenses? Well, you have to know what the value is of the house first. Okay. And so once you know what the value is and the equity is in the home, you're splitting that to whatever the division split is. And that's the portion of the out spouse that you're rolling back into your loan. So I would say then if somebody, a couple is considering divorce, which we hope that they aren't right now is to get that information together and start looking at it. Because I think a lot of people just kind of say, oh, well, I can, I'm going to get this house and it's worth this, but they haven't really looked at what no. is the equity, what's the um, upkeep of the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's another thing that plays into keeping the house is uh, you're going to have to, there's refinance costs. Even if you're keeping the home, there's going to be refinance costs that are going to be rolled into that mortgage. So, oh, I don't have to pay for it because I'm just rolling it back into the, the loan. Well, that is going to affect you as far as the payment goes because you're raising right. the payment again. So everything you do to think it's I'm just going to defer this, what's raising that cost for you for down the road, down yes. you know two months from now, six months from now, that payment's still going to be there and it's going to be higher than you've been used to paying. But all those other bills, like Amber said, for the house are still there. So right. now you're down to one income, but your payment, your bills are higher. So. And I got to speak to what's behind this often is winning. An emotional and an emotional decision. Oh, I'm going to keep the house because I deserve it. I need it. That sort of thing. And we're not getting out of that emotional brain, right? Um, or, or we're in that. Well, if I get it, he doesn't have it. Or if I get I get it, she doesn't have mm-hmm. it. And so what we end up 
down the road six months later, we're like, oh, I didn't think about the garage door and all of that. Right. And now I'm house poor is what you're talking about. Yeah. And then you can't afford to take your kids out to eat or you can't afford to go on a vacation. I'd much rather be in a smaller house than be able to take my kids to have experiences than the walls that are around me. So again, you've got to really lay it all on the table, mm-hmm. look at all those details, have a professional with you and look not only at today's decision, right. but down the road, do you guys help them project out what life looks like? For sure. We create an action plan for them and then we allow everyone to come to their own conclusion on what they want to do because it, ultimately it's their decision with right. no judgment on us, but we want to show them that action plan. And if we go down Avenue A, which is buy out their spouse and we get stopped because they can't do it, then here's our next choice B. We do this. It's sell. And here's what this looks like. It's a key point to bring it. There are options if you have the facts in front of you and you have qualified people helping you. Exactly. That's what we're all about is all about helping you make that informed decision about that home because it is it it is a big emotional and a big financial decision that you're making, right? So it's not something you should just make on you know on a on whim, the fly, right? right? Yeah. So it's going to be like, hey, let's sit down. Here's all the facts and figures about this way. And you know, on our website, we have a divorce buyout calculator. So it looks like saying, hey, this is what it looks like if I sell it based on the value and the equity in the home, and this is what it looks like if I refinance it and keep it, and then you can figure out your mortgage payment. So we we, we want to pro- we try to provide tools and knowledge and work with people. Just to so whether you're keeping the house or not, we always say, hey, come to us and let us help you make that decision. Evaluate it first, yeah. yeah. And yeah. it never fails to you, like the situation, like oh, I'm going to get the house, and I'm just going to turn around and sell it. Well, that's not a wise decision either, because then you're footing the bill by yourself, paying all those fees on your own, unless you plan on keeping it for two to five years. So we go way down the road to see what that plan actually looks like, your income, where you're at. I mean, if you were a stay at home mom and you have to get a job, the likelihood of you doing that is probably slim. Right. Right. And what's really ringing there is one of the things we're all trying to do in the divorce profession is open, eyes wide open for people so that they can know what's, you know, behind this door, so to speak, talking real estate. Okay, so we want to make sure we cover them all. So number three, waiting to sell. What does that mean? Mm. Take that one. Yeah, sure. (laughs) (laughs) Waiting to sell. So sometimes people go, oh, we're just going to wait it out and see what happens. Maybe don't get pre-approved, you know. There could be some detrimental things that happen by just choosing to wait and not decide or having analysis paralysis. Um, Things like a clouded title could come up. Um, You could have late payments. Say one of the spouses doesn't make the mortgage payment and one 30-day late payment is going to affect your credit. What if somebody took out a HELOC um, home equity line of credit on the home, one of the spouses, and you weren't aware of it and now you have a lien on the property? Some divorces, let's be honest, can take a long time. And if you haven't made decisions about the asset that's the largest, which is your home, you are opening yourself up for a window of having possible clouded title on your home when you go to sell it. So many things that can <laughs> I'm trying to remember. I had someone call me one time. I think they actually wanted advice, which mm-hmm. as a coach, we don't give advice and we certainly don't give legal advice. But it was something very intricate, like you're talking about. Somebody had died. They hadn't oh, sold yeah. the house in divorce. They still owned it. And it's like, what am I supposed to do? I'm like, you need to talk to an attorney. (laughs) Right, right. We get calls probably every week with some form of that scenario or divorcing and they left. I mean, you have to assume that everybody is going to do right, but they don't always. And sometimes things happen that are ugly and people get ugly with one another and do things. And so therefore you end up with situations at closing that you have to pay a lien back that you weren't expecting to in your $50,000 worth of equity, which is now twenty five. Yeah. 
Yeah. Ouch. Um, yeah. <laughs> ouch. And, you know, I, I hate to say this. And, and again, we're talking about mistakes and we typically don't want to talk about mistakes, but we want to because we want to open right. eyes wide open there. But um, typically divorce is going to be worse than you might think it would be. Could be. And I hate to say that again. I'll say that again uh, because I don't want it to be more difficult. Mm -hmm. But we oftentimes think, ah, it's just going to be some paperwork. But it really is a very intricate thing. And so it's worth taking time to use the resources that professionals like yourselves offer, professionals like myself offer, to really um, and and almost force yourself. Let's get it down on paper because, again, I mean, that's what you guys do. Learn the facts, remove the fear. Yep. Yeah, it gets you out of that emotional brain when you can put the the numbers on the on the paper. And then you have objective folks like you guys and other divorce professionals where you can toss around those options and make better decisions. Absolutely. Yeah, we believe in having a team around you, right? So whether it's divorce coach, uh, the real estate, the financial, and the attorney, we want to bring all those people together so that they can make those decisions as a team and not just, you know, we're not just leaning just on us. When you get get us, you get a whole team of people. Yeah, and bottom line, I know a lot of people, the thought would be, again, and I say this often too, is that's going to cost more money. But in fact, in the long run, it's going to save, save you money. down the road. Yeah, <laughs> save you in a lot of different ways, not just money, right? Feels <laughs> counterintuitive, but it's mm-hmm. not, folks. And you're hearing it from three divorce professionals right here. We want to open your eyes to this so that you don't make mistakes. We've got a couple more to get through, so come on back. Don't miss it. Here's today's two-minute tip. In the last two shows, we discussed the five biggest mistakes in general in divorce, as well as the five biggest financial mistakes. Today, we are focusing on the five biggest real estate mistakes in divorce. And so that you have all the mistakes in one show, I thought, list the mistakes from the first two shows here in this two-minute tip. Make sure to grab a pen or pencil and write them down. And also, you might want to listen to the first two shows of the series for a more detailed discussion. Why? We want you to avoid the mistakes that are made in divorce. With awareness of and knowledge about them, it's our hope that you will. Here's a quick recap. These are the five biggest mistakes in general, and thanks to Susan Kiernan, fellow divorce coach, for sharing these with us. Not being prepared, or rather being unprepared, for the divorce process that is the best fit for you. Not having a good understanding of your finances. We featured an entire show on this one. Not having a decent understanding when you start the process of divorce around the law of your state or even the county, going deep into a relationship, and not taking care of yourself. And these are the five biggest financial mistakes, and thank you to Kaylin Campbell, insurance specialist, for sharing these with us. Not knowing what you have, such as your finances, IRS returns, savings, investments, etc. Not understanding liquidity and assets. Not being properly protected, such as life and health coverage. Not properly planning for the future, specifically income and expenses. Not updating paperwork and planning accordingly, such as estate plans, quadros, wills, etc. And we threw in a sixth, not understanding potential tax implications. There are a lot of mistakes that can happen. With enough awareness and knowledge, I pray they won't. And if I can pray with you or support you as you traverse divorce, please email me at christy at christymendelow.com. And remember to keep listening each week for another two-minute tip all to support you or someone you know who is facing or going through divorce. And please share this episode with those who will benefit. God bless you. 
Welcome back to the Divorce Coaching Hour. We are talking mistakes still. Maybe you were listening earlier and you were wishing that we weren't talking mistakes still, but we are. And why are we doing that? Well, uh, we want you to open your eyes wide to this process. First and foremost, uh, we hope that you're not going through divorce, but 40 to 50% of the population does. If you are, let's traverse that process in the best way you can. There are people who have been through it before. They've uh, learned the lessons the hard way, <laughs> the school of hard knocks, right? And I'll tell you, when divorce comes knocking, uh, those hard knocks hurt. And they can hurt for years and years and years. And so we're really looking at, speaking of knocking, uh, we're looking at real estate today mm -hmm. and the mistakes that are made in real estate uh, amid divorce. And we're talking to Amber and Scotty Gifford. They work with people to help mitigate these mistakes and help them make better decisions through this process as they, they go through a divorce. So we've been talking about these five biggest mistakes in real estate and divorce. And and they were, just a quick recap, not getting pre-approved to buy out your spouse. That's a huge one. Keeping the home and becoming house poor. That's all, I guess they're all huge. <laughs> uh, <laughs> waiting to sell. We spoke to that. And now, number four, buying another home before the divorce is finalized. And I just got to wonder, <laughs> why would you do that? <laughs> I don't know that answer, but people think that they should do that. We um, hear no, it often. Now, let me clarify this. Is this buying another house with the current spouse or buying a house with someone else? I guess my mind I've went to- I've heard both. Yeah. I've heard both. I'm going to buy her a house so she has it for the kids and I'm we're amicable. We've decided to split. I'm going to just go buy another house waiting or doing it before the actual divorce is finalized. And why would we not want to do that? Well, Texas is community property state. You're literally just adding another house to the mix. And so then you have another division to make another finalization, more assets to go through. You know, again, you have to err on the side of caution. Like, what if this does turn nasty and you're, you know, dividing equity and now you have a whole nother house to deal with? Even if you have decided together, like, hey, she's going to get this house or we're okay with it. There's legality issues that go with that. There's paperwork that's okay. You have to draw it up that way. You know, it's just not so cut and dry. You're still married. Yeah. You, it's still community legally. property. There's still a deed. <laughs> it doesn't matter if you're on the note. They're going to ask you your marital status. So do you have an example of working with a client through that? Who I had one that was very amicable with her spouse, and they sold their house pre-divorce. And then she said, well, I went and bought another house and used those proceeds, and he was okay with that. And it was fine because they were in agreement. However... When they started digging through the steps of the divorce and the division of assets when they had other income and securities and stocks, it wasn't so easy because she had already taken so much money of the equity. They didn't know how to divide the other portion of it that seemed fair because her ability to work was not there. Mm. So that came into play as well. And then all this money that you really can't tap into easily. So it's not like she could be given a check. So it just created a whole slew of problems. And then she had to have a special warranty deed drawn up. I mean, there's just more legalities that go with it. It's still community property at the end of the day, no matter what you decide. It has to be transferred back into separate property. It's one big bucket. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. And so if you add something else to that bucket, it still goes in the bucket. Right. And it has to be. It has to be divided. It has, it has to be has divided. To show. You don't want to purchase a home when you're divorcing because it's still your spouse who you're divorcing and don't want to be with. <laughs> not to mention it's more often than not a contentious situation. And as we already talked about before, oftentimes divorce is worse than you think it will be. And something can happen. Somebody doesn't get their way. And the next thing you know, yeah, we've agreed amicably. Absolutely. And no, now you can't have the house. I have plenty of clients that are amicable and they work through it. But, you know, there's plenty on the other side that don't or someone remarries. And then it's a whole new ball game because that spouse is dictating, well, I don't want her on this property or it's, mm-hmm. it's a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. So you guys know my brother, Craig Heston, mm-hmm. and he, I often refer back to this, you know, marriage is um, tying the knot. Mm-hmm. Divorce is untying Untied. the knot. But in this case, it would be unraveling a big, big, messy knot if you had more to it. It is messy. And then when you have children involved as well, stepchildren, they remarry and, and it can get really, really nasty quickly. So the best thing to do is wait till your divorce is finalized and then you can take your equity or whatever the money you have and will help you find a new house, but not to do it while you're still married because it's still community property. Yeah. The reality is it's going to be anywhere from, I mean, depending on the state, but, you know, let's call it 12 months, maybe less, Mm -hmm. up to 18 months of your life. You you can can wait. Mm Mm-hmm. And if there is that thinking that I need to buy a house for this person, then go to the professionals again, right? Sure. And and ask them how to do this and with the proper simplified channels. Yeah, I have another client too. Her soon-to-be ex is purchasing the house, paying it off for her. She too doesn't have an ability to earn a certain income. And so he's paying the house off for her, but she's still going to be responsible. And I made this very clear for HOA, insurance. The 1% maintenance she needs to be saving for, taxes. Like, you're still responsible for that. So you're still responsible for something, even though you have a house that your spouse that you divorced paid for for you. Which and, goes back up to keeping the home and becoming house poor. Absolutely. Is that still a right decision? So, oh, he's paying it off. Well, let's look at the bigger picture of this. That's why we always say, like, hey, it's not you're not free and clear. And right. then he isn't either. I mean, you have to sign a deed over and there's other things. Yeah, we had another client that even though she didn't have a mortgage payment on the house, the, just the, the, the taxes at the end of the year and, and yeah. the HOA right. and, and the insurance was just killing her, right? It was just too much for her to bear by herself because she wasn't getting enough support on the other side and her job didn't support enough to pay for this big, large home, right? It was just it was just too much for her and it was adding stress to her every day. She's already worried about something breaking or when that bill was going to be due. And this was three years post-divorce. And I just sold her house this week. Oh, wow. Three years. She had been just fretting, gritting her teeth. I cannot afford this house. And she knew it in the upkeep. She had no mortgage payment, but she had things to pay for still. Well, again, it kind of goes back to that winning idea, not to say that your client was in that mode, but it's like you're wanting to hold on to that which you had. And, mm-hmm. and sometimes freeing yourself of the house and the that Debt is one of the health, healthiest things. And, and I'll offer up, sometimes you don't even move ahead emotionally until you let go of the marital mm-hmm. I mean, I property. get it. I have kids. You went to where you brought your babies home. You had a life. But I'll be really honest with you. Like, I wanted everything different. I didn't yeah. want those same walls. I didn't want that same furniture. I didn't want their reminders. And you want to create a new space and a new life for yourself. So yeah. it's better when you can do it on your own and go, look at me. I'm so proud of me. 
Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. And again, that team around you to make those absolutely wise decisions. All right, so that takes us to number five, leaving the home before you know the plan. What does that mean, Scotty? So we've talked about a lot of these, you know, financial things, uh, but really what we're going to be talking about here is if you're going to be leaving the home because of the divorce or you're planning, you know, a divorce is impending, uh, you're basically going to be adding to your stress level more by doubling all your bills, right? So now you're responsible for a new place because you rented a place, an apartment or whatever, or you're trying to buy a house, you know, you, you're essentially going to say, okay, well, I have all these other bills that I'm still liable for because it's still community property. Even if she's going to keep it, I'm still liable for that payment over there. But now I got this new set of bills over here and then I'm going to have to hire an attorney to pay, help us divvy all this up. Right. And there's going to be costs associated with all this. And so it's going to put yourself into a bigger financial ball of stress by just doubling your bills overnight. So are you saying then I would stay under the same roof Mm -hmm. with my soon to be ex spouse at first. Yeah. I would say, Hey, go find another bedroom. If you, you know, if it's, you know, if you need to, uh, we only recommend, you know, if, if if there's like some danger of staying there, do you stay there? But if, if you can just, you know, I mean, in my situation, my divorce, we slept in different rooms for a while before we finalized, you know, and everything. And we knew, we knew the plan going out, right? Okay. She was going to keep the house. She was going to buy me out. Now I made some mistakes on the buyout because I didn't know what I didn't know. Right. And now I help people with that, uh, going forward about, you know, using There's different that tools. Wisdom. <laughs> yeah. Different tools about, you know, I left equity in the home, but you know, it's going to come down to, I, I knew my plan where I was going to next before I jumped, right? You don't jump ship until you know that next boat's close enough to make it, right? Yeah, and I think it's a good thing you say because I I did it wrong too. I Because of hearing those words, I want a divorce, and I was in such the emotional state, uh, I packed my bags that night and left and went to uh, my family's home in the same city. And I didn't know better because I was I was full of emotion. I didn't mm-hmm. know what to do. And as I learned about it afterwards, even my father was like, eh, you shouldn't have done that because of the perception mm-hmm. there as well. And so it just, again, complicates it. So it sounds like if you're really putting on that thinking cap, which is what we're here to do is help be thinking partners to people, is, okay, we get it. We're going through a tough time. We're, we're going to be untying the knot. But let's save the money. Let's put it into the estate, split that, and not add any expenses some situations you got to get out of. Well, I heard you talk about just the other day that, uh, you know, a marriage, you plan for a year to get married, right? Well, you're not going to just get divorced overnight, right? So, Well, and that's a great point because a lot of people think, as I say, they beep up and down to the attorney's office, sign some papers, and they're done. Okay. So, so, guys, we're talking about the five biggest real estate mistakes in divorce. I hope that it's helping you kind of open your eyes. When we come back in the final segment with Amber and Scotty Gifford, we'll wrap things up. So come on back. Friends, I'm so glad that you're listening to the Divorce Coaching Hour, and there's something I want you to know. I really want you to hear this. I, as a divorce coach and the host of this show, don't advocate for divorce in general. Our goal is to glorify God first and foremost by helping you save your marriage. The fact of the matter is that there are times when a marriage can't be saved. I know, I've been there. And when it can't be saved, we want to walk alongside you through it. We want to help you pick up the fragments 
put the pieces together and help you stand strong and walk through divorce courageously. And I want to share something with you that may help. I'm on another show here on KKHT. I'm honored to be the wingman on Courageous Christianity with Richard Mendela, where each week Richard and I talk about the intersection of our faith and the secular world. And together with interesting guests, we shed light on this critical intersection on spiritual combat and on the rules of engagement for Courageous Christianity. It's my belief that Courageous Christianity with Richard Mindelo can be another resource that you can turn to as you walk through this path of significant change in your life. So please join us. You can catch the show on this station, 100.7 FM KKHT, at 12 p.m. noon Central Time, Saturdays, and online at kkht.com as well. Hey, grab your lunch and join us for both shows back-to-back, 12 p.m. noon for Courageous Christianity and 1 p.m. for the Divorce Coaching Hour. You can also find all shows under podcasts, under the Programs tab on KKHT.com. Richard and I hope you'll listen in. As always, if you want to reach me, you can find me at thedivorcecoachinghour.com or call me at 281-944-8043. We are grateful for you joining us each week and for your support. And we're having fun here uh, in the studio on break. Uh, Listening to the Divorce Coaching Hour, you might think, fun, huh, what? Uh, but we, we were talking about um, the show and Amber and Scotty being here again and sharing their much needed uh, experience and advice for those of us who are unfortunately facing divorce, considering divorce, going through it, or even coming out of it as we're rebuilding. Uh, real estate plays a part in all of it. And so, again, sound like kind of a broken record here, but we want you to hear it, is that these mistakes are ones that are often made and Amber and Scotty as real estate uh, divorce specialists, they see it and they see it often. And so we're sharing them with you so that you don't make them. And so I want to just, we'll do a quick recap of the five in just a second. But before we do that, uh, I'm sure people, hey, they may be going through a divorce and they may have real estate. So they need to reach out to you. How would listeners learn more about you or contact you? Yeah, so you can read more about us at thegiffordgroup.net. So uh, we we have a lot of resources on there and a lot of information, but that's probably the best way to just get get to know about us. You do have a lot of information. I was, uh, even though I know you you both, uh, I was going back and just double checking, see what you might have updated. And wow, there's a ton of information <laughs> on your website. And that's great because... People can spend some time going through the YouTube uh, videos that you guys yeah, have done, the shows you've done with me on mm-hmm. on on this show, talking about everything from your blended family to just kind of real estate 101, uh, lots of forms, lots of calculators. So you can kind of help educate yourself. And so that's the giffordgroup.net, correct? Yes, correct. Right. Yeah, we okay. get calls often like, how do you use this calculator? What do and we don't mind helping. Like if you have a phone call or call us and you have a question, Scotty will go over the calculator. There's a child support calculator, which follows the Texas OAG. So there's a ton of info on there. There is. There is. And don't that... just Google people. <laughs> right. No, go to your, your you website. Come to us. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> there you go. Well, and you do. You want, you want to go to reputable um, folks and not to say that there aren't others out there. There are. There are. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing I would be remiss in not mentioning that we're a part of the National Association of Divorce Professionals, highly vetted divorce professionals. Amber, you're the uh, leader of mm-hmm. our Houston, Texas slash Houston chapter. And so uh, we're a group of 
folks that work in from divorce coaching like myself to real estate to finances to insurance. Legal. Legal, of yeah. course. Our attorneys mm-hmm. are in their special needs, uh, mm-hmm. all of that. And so it's a pretty rigorous uh, evaluation to be a, a part of that. So you can also go to the NADP.com and look up real estate professionals there. Um, really for anywhere you are, you want to look within mm-hmm. your state and your, your city. And so um, thanks for letting us know how to reach you. Let's do a quick recap. Will you guys list them for us? Sure. Uh, number one was uh, not getting pre-approved to buy out your spouse and just thinking you can just keep it and not have to get it out of their name. Uh, number two was keeping the home and becoming house poor. Uh, three was waiting to sell. Uh, four was buying another home before you get divorced. Uh, and number five would be leaving the home without a plan. And all very important, all with 20 tentacles, as you <laughs> said, Amber. So lots of, I always think like you're turning over another leaf and something's under it. It's just like yeah, it, the there's, onion. The, yes, there <laughs> the are a lot of different metaphors there. But so if you've just coming into this fourth segment, go back and listen to the first three because there's lots of great information. Also, go back and listen to. Uh, the mistakes in divorce in general and also financial, it all works together and and to help you move through successfully. Mm-hmm. So what else should I be thinking about when it comes to mistakes in divorce, whether it be real estate or otherwise? I was just pondering that thought here. And I think too, like people hear the word mistake, they take it personal, like I messed up. This is going to define who I am. That's not really true. I mean, In the big scheme of things, your home is what you make it, not the walls that are it. And the mistakes that you make, you can learn from as long as you keep asking questions, you keep educating yourself, keep using that team. Don't just listen to what one person tells you. Ask. Keep asking. Keep learning from it so you can learn. Just because you make a mistake, well, pick back up and start over. We can fix just about anything. Doesn't mean it won't cost money. Doesn't mean it won't be emotionally taxing. But at the end of the day, I'm six years post-divorced, remarried to Scotty, happier than I've ever been. We have five children together. Like we're living proof that you can get through this. And no matter how horrible that is, what you're going through, there is light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. Another metaphor. And there is. There Uh, really is. There really is. And so Scotty, your thoughts? Yeah, I think sometimes we talk about keeping the home because we just, Amber touched on there about thinking it's going to keep us familiar or safe. But sometimes the things we own end up owning us, right? And it's just like we need to let go of some of these things that we've been trying to just clutch onto, right? Because real freedom comes from being, you know, not attached to things, right? Oh, I couldn't say it better. And what I hear in there is fear underlying all of that. Mm-hmm. False so, evidence appearing real. Yeah. And holding us back from asking questions because I don't want to know the answer. Exactly. Which we know you have to like, I always say don't make an answer on anything until you sit for 24 hours and just let it simmer. And you know, something else too that reminds me of when I let go of my house and had to find a new place. It is extremely humbling to go beneath what you're used to. Mm. I hear this from my clients all the time, and I tell them with empowerment, you can do this. This isn't forever. It was really hard. I was used to something a certain way, and my mom looked at me, and she goes, Amber, it's not the same. You need to get over it, and this house is still lovely, and you might be renting or whatever the case may be, but it's humbling 
And it's really a good thing. Well, I think about um, Paul and the Bible being content and with in any circumstance. Mm -hmm. And I know it's hard because Mm -hmm. you've had it one way, but maybe looking at it in a different, it's a new life, a different life, not the same way. And, and Amber, you may say this, Scotty, you may say this. I know I will say this because I did have um, what people would perceive as money and the life that I had imagined um, as I often say, a McMansion and a sports mm-hmm. car and all of that, and it all went away. And I realized that it was just false. It was, yep. it did own us, Scotty. Mm-hmm. And now you said true freedom is. I went years of. I mean, I, I really talk about. It. I had to lose everything to find myself. And so now, count it all joy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just focused. We're focusing on that on our show, Courageous Christianity. Count it all joy, bringing us through these trials, um, and that fear is dissipated. I'm so much more confident, confident in Christ, confident in myself. I'm not Dang. confident in things. Mm-hmm. I yeah, I think a lot of times we have these other these, you know, the house or you know, the sports car or these or the money, and those things are these false idols that we hold up, right? Instead of having God at the center of our of our world, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and it and that's shaking around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because all those things are going to fade away. You know, yeah, your your spouse is. that you've been counting on it when you're going through this divorce, she's no longer there, right? So, or he's no longer there. So now, now who do you turn to, right? Because you counted them as your idol to hold them up, right? Yeah, and I mean, I know we're talking about mistakes and divorce, but this is really this is the the deeper side of it. And when we step into new relationships, and and we don't have God at the center, we don't have that strong foundation. Hundred percent. And so. No matter real estate, uh, I know a story I tell it often about the person who needed to win and divorce and wanted the pets and the house, and six months later was having to return the pets mm-hmm. to the 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 uh, uh, foundation or um, what are those places called when they shelters. take shelters, yeah. right? And you know what happens with pets when they're right. at shelters and then lost the house because the things were owning them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and to Amber's point, I was very, very humbling for me through my divorce to go from a big house to renting again. So just knowing that it it doesn't define you, that mm-hmm. this this moment, this even if it is a long year, right, it's not going to define you forever. So knowing that you can make it through this, and well, and it it can define you, define you good or define you bad. Well, yeah, how do you look at it, right? <laughs> yeah, so it's a great point you make. Looking at it as you said, in true freedom by letting go of the things that own you. And so I couldn't imagine getting to a better place with as we kind of wrap up this series and not necessarily even a planned discussion, not that our, our conversations, our <laughs> topics are planned, uh, but that's probably the best things, we, the, the best information mm-hmm. we can share with people is um, finding those things that uh, can provide that solid foundation and um, help guide people in the right direction, number one to Christ, and then everything else being focused on that. Yeah, absolutely. And I think too, like, you know, if you make a mistake, if you have your team of people that you can rely on and ask questions, then we just 
take a step back, start over and weed through whatever it is. I mean, that's what life is full of problem, problem, tragedy, problem. (laughs) You're like navigating your way through, right? Scotty always says, I'm like, oh gosh, you're so right. Well, and that's what we talk about is navigating people through divorce Mm -hmm. as they're thinking partners. You guys are thinking partners as well. And that's what this show exists for. So thanks for being here with us. Thank you for having us. Glad you appreciate it. Again, our (laughs) resident real estate experts here with us. (laughs) And friends, I'm so grateful you've been here with us today. It's my prayer that this show helps you or someone in your life. Thank you for listening to the Divorce Coaching Hour. I'm Christy Mendelo, and I can't wait to be here with you each and every Saturday from 1 to 2 p.m. right here on 100.7 FM KKHT, The Word. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.